What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? How's my mic sound? Fire. Okay. Because yeah. it's a road game for me. and Road game even, for me, too. Yeah, but even worse than, like, this mic, like, this, I bought a good travel mic, is mm -hmm. this camera, the quality is great, but it's so zoomed in on my head. Right, you're talking, you're talking a lot of uh, tech content shit, save that for uh, your other pod that you cheat on me with, don't, don't really care <laughs> um, about any of that, you can save that for a uh, big media pod, whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, what's on my mind? Jack, I'm a little nervous. A major, not a majority, but like a good portion of my 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 young adolescence from the age of, well, let's call it, mm, seventeen to twenty one ish, twenty two. The Sixers partook in possibly the most blatant and utterly like impressive tank job in NBA history. And I'm nervous because I like to own that, right? I like to own mm -hmm. that as our own. Like, we started tanking. We are the founding fathers, Jack. Some team this year is going to take that shit to another level for Victor Wembley Stadium, whatever the fuck <laughs> that alien's last name is. That guy is nuts. And it was the first time last night, if you missed it, um, the uh, Aussie Kangaroos took on the G League Ignite in an exhibition match. God knows where. First time I ever even really heard the name Scoot Henderson or or watched him play. Uh, my high school basketball days and high school mixtape days are over of just grinding YouTube tape. Because uh, like I said, the Sixers pro um, tanking days are behind us. But I did get to watch last night on ESPN to the Kangaroos versus the First G League. First half, I assume. First half, first half, and it went from let's watch the game to oh, Wembley Stadium's out. Let's scroll TikTok until he's back mm, in. Um, mm. But this guy is an alien, truthfully, an alien. He is seven foot nine, Kevin Durant, and I think that's the only way to put it. There is no other way to explain what this guy is. And last night got me excited for obviously he's going to go number one overall. Any team would be ridiculous not to take him. I had this thought, like when you see somebody that sh I want to call it shape, right? Because like size doesn't do it justice with, with who he is and what he can do with a basketball. When you see a guy with that type of shape, like rarely ever do these like anomaly of stature humans just like totally end up like fine. Right. We saw it with Zion, like he was fat. He didn't make sense. He battled injuries. This, this has like, like this is going to sound really effed up, but like random heart thing, because like his body just like, isn't made to be that like nobody's body should be that. However, last night, nonetheless was an absolute show. So this Scoot Henderson kid can play too. He's unbelievable. I'm excited to bet on him for rookie of the year just to like be that guy. I and was then, gonna say like there's always a, a hater angle for you, and but the, but when Wembley Stadium is so much ahead of the pack, like Scoot came out and said I should be the number one pick, and everyone's like, oh that's cute, like he's got that dog in him that he believes that. But there's always an angle, so that seems to be the angle, which it, I it's kind of John Morant Zion ish. But you kind of understand that there's no world where Vic doesn't go number one overall. Obviously, of course, I'm talking about rookie of the year. 
Yeah. I'm talking about from the angle that he'll be favorited and something will go wrong because like w- rarely ever do we luck into just like getting to observe something like that to its full capacity. Like we're seeing with Zion, uh, everyone is, was obsessed with Zion out of school and it's like, he hasn't really played that much, but when is he, he did, the best prospect ever, like better than Bron, like Victor prospect. Wembley. Yeah. You see, you're comparing humans to non-humans. I I really do that's think this guy came and that's from why outer you space. Say, you say he's seven nine KD. By the way, he is seven foot four. For those who don't know, I think he's I think he's Giannis with a jump shot. That is actually the What's route the I would go. Uh, more like I think of him as a defensive threat. Like Durant's a good defender, but you don't think like you think of Giannis as a defender, and like you said, an alien. Even how ridiculous of a shooter and handle Katie has, no one ever describes him as an alien. But Giannis is the closest thing we have That's to fair. like an alien in the league. So Th- that is fair. This guy, though. So he... do you answer the question though? Is is he the greatest prospect ever? Yeah. <laughs> like I think so. So like... with that being said, what is the craziest? What is the most you would trade for the number one pick? Obviously, it's situational, but like what? What I'm a huge see. This is where it gets testy for me, right? I am a huge proven over potential, okay, type guy. So, like, it, it it is hard for me to rationalize. Let's say the Pistons find themselves in an off year, but Kate is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it's tough for me to rationalize trading. Kate. Oh, you're nuts. No. You're nuts. Listen, here's the thing as a general manager, because God, like the general managers are trading on behalf of their job security. You don't want to be the GM that fucked that up. Yeah. Like you, because like, he could be Giannis with the jump shot, which would be, be the Giannis best player the ever shot. But if you want to talk about job security, like sticking with the guy that you know is a stud, like a Cade and Anthony Edwards, somebody of that caliber. I think Cade and Ant are. You Put it this way: I would try. I would trade. I would trade Tobias for him for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of players that I, I don't. Would, it's that very are... similar to like the Kevin Durant thing. Like, how do you? How do you? Like, it's different. Estimate a package of that size. It's different because the type of player that you would be trading for Kevin Durant, like well, you're for trading different types of teams, right? Like exactly. we're trading for Katie's now pushing all their chips in for a championship. Whereas whoever's trading for Victor, what is his last name? Wemby. When, yeah. Wemby. He's going to go by Wemby, right? Has to. Yeah. Something like that. Has to. Vic. Um, no, that's all right. So, so I'm trying to think trade value wise. Let's pick a team. Let's pick a team. No, no, no. I'm saying this trade value wise. I think it's Giannis. Luca, and I'm and I'm literally not kidding. I don't know how many more people would have more trade value than him. John Morant, probably. No, Jack, right, Jack. I think the list stops at Giannis. No, Luca, Luca, you you wouldn't just because of age and guard, and I I know that upside wise, he might have more upside, but like you said, proven. That guy has proven that he is the guy. Like, but outside of Giannis and Luca, like Embiid, Jokic, 
no like no question Maxie, yeah maxi uh who else like devin booker obviously um I'm trying to think like who is in that. Obviously, anyone younger like Ant, Cade, all those guys. They they look good, but they're not on that level. Put it this way: this is the first real NBA season where, when I tell you nobody is safe, nobody is safe. <laughs> like what I saw last night was some of the craziest shit I've ever. Like it doesn't make it's it just doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Like. We always said if Giannis got a consistent jump shot where he's shooting seven of 11 from three, like Vic did last night, it's, it's over. He's the goat. It's one of those things where I do think, I do think people are confused because if you stuck him in the NBA today, I don't think he's like a top three player in the NBA by any stretch. No, like Giannis, what Giannis and bead Jokic would eat him alive because he still is, he is thick. How much, how much let's, let's guess. I have, I have no idea. Maybe you looked it up. Yeah. I I haven't looked it up because similar to you, Knicks are, you know, in a, in a really good spot for the future. So won't be 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, remember he's seven, seven, four and, and a professional athlete, I would put him at, uh, can I give what you is, a comparison real quick? As, are as you going to give me listed. Durant? I was going to give you Chet. Chet. Well, that kind of gives it away. I, I almost feel. Let's I, find I, out. Don't Chet is, me, no, Chet no, is no, no, don't, don't, don't. Let me, let me guess first. I want to say he's uh, seven, four. People don't understand. I think Shaq is at like 65 right now. 235. I'll say. He's listed. All right. Now I'll tell you Chet and let's see if that okay. changes your answer. Chet is, this is granted. This is listed. Yeah. Listed at 190. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Chet's a Chet's little a bitch. <laughs> I mean, if if that if you had given me that, I would have gone down to 215. But I, I'm gonna stay. Is he 215? 209 he's listed at. Wow, that's small for seven. Does that four. like all right? So I'm six foot one eighty-five, one ninety after dinner tonight, probably. <laughs> I know I'm very irrational in a lot of things in life, but like, why couldn't I beat his ass? Okay, we're gonna move. I'm serious. <laughs> because he's still 30, 20 pounds bigger. But like than you, you can you can take out his legs. <laughs> Who do you think is an NBA player you could beat up? I feel like we've discussed this before. I, I don't think there are any. Like TJ well, McConnell. I, no, because TJ McConnell's still six Isaiah two. It I don't know. Seattle's got some some tough tough dogs out there. Right, they would some... know. Yeah, I guess I want to I want to uh, yeah. hear about um, Sam Fran. Let's talk about the biggest news of the week: the Golden Boy, the Golden Couple, the Golden Family. That oh, I thought we were other. talking about Tyler Hero. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady and Giselle are sounds like they. I was going to say, is this on cap or no cap? This is cap or no cap. Yeah, it sounds like they are headed towards a divorce. All we know is they hired divorce attorneys. There was that mystery vacation during training camp. There's a veteran day every Wednesday for Tom. As everyone knows when. So that's his therapy day is Wednesdays. That's couples therapy. And as everybody knows whose family is unfortunately dealt with divorce, what do you do when things get tough? You take a trip to the south of France with your family. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to do it. All right. So what would you say? How or 
real quick, just because I missed this question before from Eli Johnson. How can I describe this level of prospect to my dad who isn't really on socials? But I, I think Eli, I would need to know what sport your dad supports so then I can do the proper comparison. Oh, no, basketball, basketball, basketball. Okay. Hmm. He's talking about Vic. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. Um, who isn't really on socials but watches sports. His dad's probably on a little on the older side. Um, two Kareems in one. Mm. But Kareem wasn't a shooter. I really think he, he, if he watches sports, he knows Giannis. Giannis Kevin Durant. Is, yeah. If Kevin Durant and Giannis had a baby and he yes. was a foot taller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Um, all he right. watches basketball and footy. Um, so if Erling Haaland or whatever the hell his name is, you got was, it for sure. Was nine foot ten. Yeah. Uh, Ethan says Brady's going to win the Super Bowl now. Disagree. What do you think? Disagree. Everyone's taking it this angle. It's gonna. This is gonna motivate Brady. All he has to focus is on football. Brady hasn't looked himself all year. Now, granted, a lot of that is cosmetics and going under the knife because we're not used to that as much. Uh, but there's been a very weird vibe around Tom Brady this year. Maybe it's that he's quiet more, but like his, I feel like we're not getting as many Instagram stories of that. He looks a little disheveled on, on the sideline on Sunday night. when we saw it. Granted, I'd be pissed too. If my rookie running back fumbled the opening kickoff and I got my ass spanked. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm not going to say the Bucks are dead because I'm not going to Max Kellerman myself off a cliff. But I'd be very shocked if the Bucks won the Super Bowl or got to the Super Bowl. Like I, and I'm not saying this is like 80% football. Like I just don't think they have it this year. New coach, offensive line injuries from the start. Defense is great. Don't get me wrong. And the weapons could come back and be unbelievable. But like, the guy has kids with like, let's talk about being a human being, Jack. Uh, none of, neither of us are married. Neither of us have kids that, that we're, that we know of. Um, but like you, he is Tom Brady and he's a freak, but like this shit sticks with a human being. Like really? No, oh, he, he, no, it might. I'm not saying that this is going to propel him. But what I'm not ever going to do is be worried about the first four weeks of a football season as it pertains to Tom Brady. Well, I wouldn't either if I, my team was two and two. <laughs> like, he was thrown to Prashad Perryman. Cole Beasley literally caught a scream from him and then retired said, 24 nah, hours. guy's Chiefs. <laughs> so, like, what I'm never going to do is, like, when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Julio Jones and and – you know, Lenny maybe gets going and they get back some of their pieces and Todd Bowles comes and has time to work as the head coach in a week NFC conference. And thank you to Sebastian for pointing out that the Eagles are the new 2020 Steelers. Who you, mean went the team, you mean the team that <laughs> leads the league in big plays versus the team that was literally the four yard game gods. <laughs> what I'm not going to do is ever, ever, because there's only so many years left is ever trying well now he literally has no reason to leave the guy's gonna play until he's fucking 60 well because he's got 400 million coming from fox just to talk about football which is a which is a good situation anyways i'm not worried about him do i think this affects his play on the field no he's good compartmentalizer and i just think give it a try give give it a try give that word a try (laughs) compartmentalizer compartmentalizer what He's good at compartmental. Fuck. <laughs> Compartmentalizing. 
I know, but I that said he's a good right. compartmentalizer. Is that a word? Compartmentalizer. Yeah. That's a that's a really long word. Compartmentalizing. No, uh, compartmentalizer. Is it? Eh, TBD. Um. Anyways, sucks. Sorry for the Brady bunch. Do you think family. cap or no cap that they're getting divorced? It, it, I mean, I've been getting told this for months now, so it sounds like so. But, like, I, it, it this feels annoys, like this, 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 it feels really like Beyonce Jay Z, right? Like, Beyonce got cheated on, and it, it, she could have left. That's but like, hope, baby. That's hope. It, there's too much that, like, you just you figure it but out. Like, or I don't, you... like, I, you know, this rubs me the wrong way, and this is social media kind of in a nutshell where it's like, don't believe everything you see on Instagram because people only put on there what they want you to see. But like these rumors have been around for a month, two weeks ago, Giselle is tweeting like, let's go Tom Brady. And everyone's like, Oh no, it's like, like deal with your so you're shit. You're not buying it. I, I, I don't know if I'm not buying it. It just, no, but you're me. saying social, like I've heard. And I know you have too, like back channels. Like this has been a, this thing. is real. This is a, yeah. The one thing. Okay. I'll say this. If you want something to go off of, I don't want to. I think the conclusion that has been run with is that it is because he came back and played football. I'm not ready until I know she. Uh, that could it. be the straw that broke the camel's back for sure. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why everyone's just like, oh, he chose the game over her. Like, yeah, mm, he's a football guy. Yeah, he's a football guy. But that seems to be what everyone's running with. As far as is it true? Is it real? I, I think so. I got uh, um, ball sacked almost. Uh, I I believed the Twitter bio change for a hot second. Yeah, I mean that was a good one. That was a good yeah, one. I, I, yeah, I uh, I got ball sacked a bit on that one. I'm going to say that Tom and Giselle getting divorced is cap. Nah. Imagine the nuts on the guy that like, let's say who do they play this week? The Bucks. The uh, they play. Atlanta, maybe. Let's say they lose to Atlanta. Like, who's asking about Giselle at the podium? <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one has the balls to do that. Yeah, like that. Remi- like that. Like I feel like laser beams would shoot out of his eye and just burn that reporter to death. It's just not it because at the end of the day, like you said, they're humans. This is a real life, like long term relationship. There's family. That it's not fun. That that's the thing that like. Let's go back to Antonio Brown. You know. Let's let's just did, did he clap? <laughs> no, okay, we move on. Snapback Monday's recap. We went out to Santa Clara, which is where the Niners yeah. play. So, so they're not from San Francisco. Well, Candlestick was closer to San Fran. Levi's, the new stadium, is now down. So Santa it's Clara, a New York Giants, New Jersey. Type exactly, situation. same vibe. It only got a two point eight on the Richter scale, which people were not excited about. I I shouldn't say Richter scale because Cali, but on the ratings scale, it was a dude. San Fran tailgate. Let me let me paint the picture for you. They've got flags are a big thing there. Oh, that's I would, sick. I know you Maryland boys love no, your flags. Relax, relax, relax. They've got tents for, you know, every wow. spot. And, and I would say one, I would wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. Do they, do they have food? That'd be crazy. Dude. Okay. That'd be I crazy. Know, I know you're trolling. Wait, wait, but wait, wait. Are there coolers? Hold on. No, not really. Uh, 
they've got they've got like uh the what they're making though is like tacos like authentic tacos yeah miss me with that bougie stuff not no it's not bougie it's street tacos it's like trust me very authentic street tacos they've got every six johns i would say is like a um is essentially a dj booth like they have crazy music let me ask you a question so i've done my fair share of uh tailgate hopping and just chatting up random drunk people just to get some of their food and then walking away what is it like as a content creator walking around a parking lot and just saying, well, I got to eat somehow. One of you is giving me, is it like microphone in the face means take a burger or something? No. What no. is your strategy to finagling food? Because I so, used to go, me and my friends used to always do this when we were, when we were uh, seniors at Penn state and we went to go tailgate at the stadium, we would just after the tailgate, because it'd be a long walk back to wherever we were going. We would tailgate hop. Sometimes we would just go rogue and just like sneak a sneak a hot dog from a tailgate. Other times we would. But at chat. that point, the tailgate was kind of ending. No. No, but people. No, nah, people were still there. People were for sure. People watched the game at the tailgates. It was usually let's see if anyone bites for the we are, and maybe we can get a food food that way. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. what is your strategy to to mooching off people at these tailgates in Monday night? So. You're not going to like the answer because you're you and I understand that, but we do the food review. It's like normally, I mean, out there it was like three, four o'clock. We had just eaten lunch. Oh, so, so you go corporate on them. Like, Hey, we're, we can, we're here to review food at a tailgate. No, actually no, no, genius. no, 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 that would be smart. I'm saying we don't really eat at the tailgate because we don't need to. But this was the first time that we got offered like real stuff. One of the ladies made a mango margarita salt. The rim was fantastic. So it's nice. You get to meet. There are great people out there. Great energy. I tweeted out that out of the four weeks, Sam Fran best tailgating team by far crushed Buffalo. No doubt about it. MetLife was weak. Seattle was bad. There isn't really a good setup in Seattle. So Kansas City next week, apparently a lot of hype there. Eagles, I think they have good, but it, there's nothing special about the Eagles tailgate. It's just a bunch of Philly dickheads like being yeah, dickheads the, and there's, drinking. There's, there's piss buckets, there's beer, there's people jumping off little minivans. Right. You know, we don't need the glitz and the glamour of the tailgate. At the end of the day, we're there to win a football game. Right. Which the Niners did. Stadium was nice. Crowd was pretty solid, I would say. Uh, Rams fans would like taunt that they won the Super Bowl last year. Niners fans, they have five Super Bowls. Rams they were my- don't have fans. No, they had a few more than I expected. I guess quick trip from L.A., 45-minute flight. But it was good. It was good. And we had to KC. We've got two exciting things going on there. One, uh, there's a sick barbecue spot that is there's out of like several. A, yeah, but there's a famous one that's out of like, a, I think they said out of a car wash or something like that. So mm-hmm. that should be cool. And then two, one of Ravel's preseason tweets, it was that I think it was like the Doritos uh, – crusted something One i think even Rovell burgers the Rovell yeah. burger so yeah. we got that marked down so um we, yeah. I, I was i was just about to ask a question oh i wanted to talk about something you seem that you have a good angle of the hardest tackle of the game oh, with the dude. pink streaker no disaster so our our did you our, wait before we talk about this did you see he's pressing charges yeah 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 Respect. there has to be like something in the law where yeah, like, at that no, point Bobby Wagner wins. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. For like, sure. He's trespassing. Like, it's self-defense. Trespassing. Self, trespassing. Self-defense, trespassing. He's clean there. Listen, Bobby uh, was trying to make the play. <laughs> he, the only play of the game for the Rams, but 
so our schedule is we get to the stadium, we do our pregame content, get to the stadium an hour early, do like the theatrics before, get to our seats, intros, kickoff, watch the first quarter, then go do food second quarter. We finished up food pretty quickly. So with like three minutes left in the half, we just stayed up top because fam meetups at halftime. And that's when it went down. And dude, our seats were perfect. We I would have had the shot. This is my blue Gatorade moment part two and why we do this shit. And like the video that went viral, the guy shot it from the press box, like four miles away. Like it wasn't I saw a good. few different angles. Yeah, but uh, huge missed op, which is pretty sad, but crazy, crazy. Bobby, nice hit. But Sam Fran was of, fun. Speaking of missed, op, missed ops and the Los Angeles Rams, they're not that good. No, I said that. I said that. I mean, I still think similar to the Bucks. Like, get to the playoffs, see what happens. You've got the pieces, but they're a little banged up for sure. Everyone is. Like, that's why all I say about the Ravens is like, would you like to there. speak on your um, preseason Allen Robinson hype? Yeah, he's. I didn't realize Stafford was. You know, he only looks in one direction. Like he. Uh, I mean, he just Higby, 14 targets, caught 18 <laughs> targets. Alan Robinson, he actually ended up with six targets. But yeah, A Rob might be washed, which is sad. You can't you can't win them all with your takes. You no, know, you, you definitely I mean, my can't. take, yo, my so every year I do that preseason prediction, uh, little reel. We do it on the show, but I took Olave, offensive rookie of the year. I did Sauce, too. Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. Jags to win the division, which was bold. They're currently. I think up. I took Aiden Hutchinson, who might be a, the favorite. No, he's in there. the The guy who's actually up there, if not leading, um, it's it the Jags guy. But it's not the number one pick. Whoever the linebacker they drafted apparently is some sicko who's like the best defensive player in the league. He's going crazy. Did you do you know who it is? You guys, uh, I have it up right week. now. Um, George Karolaftis. No, he's well. He's Trayvon Walker right. is. Oh, Devin Lloyd. Yeah, Devin he's Lloyd. The, he's the outright favorite. Yeah, no, he's 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 like on pace to break Pat Willis's tackle record by thirty, which yeah, is pretty. He nuts. is the odds-on favorite. Olave is the favorite. Uh, obviously, Sirianni is the overwhelming favorite for Coach of the Year. I had Doug, who's third. Who did you okay. pick for Coach of the Year? Coach of the Year, I, I think I went O'Connell, fourth favorite. Yep. Comeback Saquon's pretty much a lock at this point. Defensive play of the year, uh, Parsons. I took him to. I'm telling you, I might hit every award. Mahomes offensive player of the year. We have a three way tie. Would you like to guess the three that are tied for the favorite as offensive player of the year right now? I think it's Cup, Lamar, and who's the third? Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I, I I saw Jefferson, but I was confused. He doesn't deserve to be up there. And then top four favorites for MVP, we've got Allen Mahomes and uh, the two running backs are tied. Yes, they are. The two running backs are tied. All right, Thursday Night Football, Abe. Uh, we've got Matt Ryan and the Colts, no Jonathan Taylor, no Shaquille Leonard, headed to Denver, mile high, altitude. Potentially no Russell Wilson. Did I read that? Where did you read that? That You know, the web. Russell Wilson. He might have been limited in practice. Let's see. Um, Maybe type on the word injury. Injury. Maybe type in Russell Wilson not invincible. Unlimited, not unlimited. No, he's he's not injured. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson rolled his ankle. Definitely not that. Okay. 
So yeah, so we I was got wrong. those okay. crappy teams. But uh, how do we do? Who was? Oh, it was. Uh, it was what's it called? Uh, the Dolphins played last Thursday night football. Let me check how our people pick them did. I don't think we. I think we had back to back not great weeks. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, do do do. We went. We went two for two for four. Fifty percent. I have a question. And one I, of them was. Oh, dude, I have. We a, I smash this. Go ahead. I have a question, teacher. Um, I want to talk about Tua for a second and, and the the injury investigation. He was ruled out of this week's game mm-hmm. this Monday. But he took him all of last week to get out of concussion protocol. I don't get it. He wasn't ruled in to Thursday night football until like Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And he cleared concussion protocol, but he's ruled out this week at Monday. That doesn't make sense. I love people who are doing this. Like the guy fenced on national television. He's just suffered back-to-back concussions. No, no, I, no, no. I'm not saying that this wasn't the wrong decision this week. I'm saying it gives more leverage to the fact that he shouldn't have fucking played on Thursday. No, because he probably could continue to go through protocol or maybe this week he's in such a bad place where they're like, there's no way he clears this by Thursday. Like (laughs) Jack, is there like we see it all that like Joe Burrow came out today and was like, or yesterday and was like, yeah, "Yeah, that was weird. It's like, yeah, I blacked out during games a lot of times and, and like head injuries are like, like I get that they get paid a lot of money. I get it. But genuinely, what no, is your, yeah. what is the number to go out there and, and your occupation is to every week potentially suffer a traumatic head injury? It's bad. No, like, it, it's you have a people that thing. are popping fingers back in places and they're going. It's like every week, it's like, I get it. Money talks and how much, how much of it's, it's almost the same thing as like, uh, what are those? things the steel diggers or like the people who go deep into like i'll see them on tiktok too it's like uh like window cleaners like i don't care how much you're paying me to clean that window i'm not doing it there's certain things that no matter the price i'm just not gonna do it and getting head trauma lifelong head trauma is honestly one of them i just would not i wouldn't participate all right, let's do, let's do what people's pick up. My first pick, I'm going I right in. Going. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan is throwing a pick tomorrow night. I don't care. Broncos get after Ryan on the road. They should be trailing. No Taylor, no Leonard. Road dog, short week. I mean, like Matt Matt Stafford tried to throw how many interceptions on Monday of football? Maybe four to five. He succeeded once. Matt Ryan to throw a pick. If he doesn't throw a pick, that's crazy. And it's minus 125 at the books. So you get a little bit of value there. So that's my first pick. I'm going to stick with, oh, I don't think we can do that. I can't do a Matt Ryan. Can I? No, you can't. I was going to go passing attempts. But... Yeah, that feels strong. But uh, you're not allowed. So move. He threw for 356 last week. Jeez. Okay, keep okay. going down. Hit me with a, with a Pittman. So... I love Pittman over receptions. Five okay. and a half. Yeah, maybe half good. of that is my team's zero and four in fantasy, and <laughs> God damn it, Michael, I need you to do something this week. That's um, what Alec Pierce looks like. That is not what I thought Alec Pierce looks like. Okay, that is yeah. They're okay. That that's not. Let's go wait. Go back. 
What? Kylan Grayson? Granson? No, not- I'm not. No, we're not doing this. You do this every time. Jack, with the this guy doesn't even of- have the silhouette. He doesn't have. Dude, he caught four for 62 last week. I know they were down big, but Jesus. I'm not fading that. Mo Ali Cox, big part of the offense last week. Last week was a weird one. I I think my bankroll builder, so I, I might use it here because I've been hot on those. Russ under interceptions, honestly, feels I like over strong. yards. I, had I don't a think they have experience with yards last yeah, week. Yeah, but I them. don't think they're, they're trusting Melvin. I don't think they're trusting this other Boone guy. Mate- yeah. Latavius Murray just got there. I, you know what? I feel I'm a gonna... shootout, but we have the primetime under thing going no, on. No, right yeah, now. no shootout. I, I'm going to answer Nathan Johnson's, Johansson's question here. You guys think Melvin Gordon's a good start in fantasy? I'm going to go under on his on his total yards. I, if any backup running back is the play, I think they use Hines a ton. Like, look at this Hines, last week. What? Hines, oh, Hines. Oh, I'm talking yeah, about the game. Uh, Melvin Gordon, three carries, eight yards, and a fumble, no catches. And if you watched and if you listened to the to the fantasy stuff, Gordon is not the guy. Like, right. He's and he, and like, I feel like, times. and you can tell me this, maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I feel like Latavius Murray in Baltimore was also that thrown into the gauntlet right away situation and they trusted him yeah like, he's been shown that he can be just trusted on short so notice they made like moves so yeah, i, I do, do like that melvin gordon play right okay. there um All right, so you've got sutton or judy right here uh, you can take another colt now that i locked in a gordon under it's a little bit of backwards thinking that Matt Ryan's going to be throwing a lot to Pittman, throw a pick, and Gordon isn't going to rush high. So you can kind of – it's an uncorrelated play. With Ashton Dillon. Ashton Doolin is a receiver for the Colts. So they've Thanks. got Doolin, Campbell, Pierce, Pittman. Ah. He had two catches, 18 yards last week. You scroll up to Naheem Hines. You spoke yeah. to me a little bit with that. 36 and a half rushing yards feels good. Hmm. He has five carries on the year. Now, obviously, Taylor is not playing. Oh, I think I like his under combined yards. Really? Wait. (laughs) You just said you'd like. I know it's a little juice. I I get scared fading Hines because I think his, his receiving upside is super, super high here. Let's see what it says. With JT out Thursday, Joel Erickson, the star expects Hines and Philip Lindsay to lead the Colts week five rushing court. Hines, who has logged eight carries and 17 catches through four weeks, reps a week five alternative. Meanwhile, Lindsay figures to be elevated from the squad. Give me those uh, under combined yards. Under okay. 70 and a half rushing receiving. When right. you know, you know. All right. So 33. <laughs> Hardly know her. Yeah, that's not, I don't know who that is. So what do we got? Matt Ryan uh, over INTs, Pittman over receptions, Melvin Gordon under rushing receiving, Naheem Hines under rushing receiving. I go to Long Island and it, it won't let me play. Jack this. Settleman, that balance is looking fat, baby. I know, right? All Jack right, so Settleman. Why don't, you, gotta... why don't you, let's have a conversation while you try and, uh, understand where you are located in planet earth <clears throat> here's a question is the intern quite possibly the worst better and gambler <laughs> on planet earth and so, at what point at what point jack because i know that your family is a supporter of this at what point does one the business intervene and actually give him 
a gambling stipend because or two wait why would we give him a stipend jack your brother's gonna be homeless no 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 or at what point do your parents step in and say intern intern settlement you have to stop you need to you need to find a new you need to ask your boss for a new job yeah it's been it's been very tough he's really bad but the the annoying part is he can't go zero for two. It's one for two the majority of the time. So he's not even fadeable, which is brutal. Meanwhile, I'm calling Judge home run plus two thirty five. It's just it is what it is. But the but people's pick is him is he in. the worst? One of the worst gamblers you've ever seen? In two in his pick, yes. He Everything is. he touches has explosive diarrhea. <laughs> People's pick them. Matt Ryan, higher, half an interception. Michael Pittman, over five and a half catches. Melvin Gordon, under 73 and a half receiving plus rushing yards. And Naeem Hines, under 70 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. I don't love it. I don't hate it. But it feels like love week it. five. Love it. We're going to smash pretty soon. Uh, let's go on to week number five. Once again. It feels like one of, if not the biggest game of the week, is the Baltimore Ravens, Sunday Night Football, Cincinnati Bengals, 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 Bengals. Uh, we've got the Bengals won both games last year against Lamar we, first time, and then the backups second time crushed us, Burrow destroyed us. There was a lot of chatter this offseason from Joey B on it. Higgins made comments. Chase, I'm excited. You in the building? I will not be in the building. I'll be down in Dallas. I, I'm not going to any more Ravens games besides Monday night in New Orleans until the playoffs. But Tay Graham says Bengals win. I feel really good about the Ravens. I know we're 2-2. Two and two. I know our defense hasn't looked great. We've trailed for 14 seconds this season. I think it's a good sign, not a great sign. <laughs> Hold it's on to good... that for dear life, my brother. No, I think it's a it, – look, we, we – we beat the crap out of Miami for three quarters. We controlled the game for a half and a quarter against Buffalo. Yeah. What and is the Ravens quarter record this year? Quarters. Uh, because the Eagles are probably under 500. Yeah. The quarter record were pretty good, but um, I think the only analysis that's needed on this game, Jack is the Ravens are wearing all black uniforms and the game yeah. is at nighttime. Yeah. That that just I did see your prediction on Snapchat where you said, Yeah, Ravens by two scores at a minimum. Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, that's kind of a blowout. But I was then I was like, two scores can mean they win by four. No, they win, no. They win two by scores. Six. Two scores is is nine or more. Two scores is nine or more. Two possessions is the reference. Okay. Um Okay, Chargers go to Cleveland as three-point favorites. Clevelandites feel like they have a good chance in this one. I called the Chargers bounce back and the Eckler breakout last week. Are you in on the Browns here, or you think they dropped to two and three? I feel like they dropped to two and three. It, it, it just feels, feels like, like so Jacoby Brissett is that type of guy that's going to like make you think for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be like, wait a second, what do we have here? And I keep thinking the same thing is going to happen with Cooper Rush, and and I actually do think we'll get to that game in a little bit that that's going to happen this week. Um, but Jacoby Brissett has notoriously been that guy. It's like maybe maybe we do have something here, and then it's like, oh wait, no, it's Jacoby Brissett, right? Um, and we saw a little bit of that last week, right? I think everyone was like, the Browns are three and one. You even tweeted it. You're like, wait, forty to one seems like value. The Browns are three and one. Deshaun Watson's coming back whenever. 
Jacoby Brissett's shown the ability that he can win football games for them. If they can have him at like when does when's the Sean Watson back? Week eleven? Week thirteen. Week thirteen. And they have a buy in that. So Maybe it's week eleven. No, I, I want to say it's thirteen. Like Browns fans should be saying to themselves, like, yeah, I don't know what their schedule is, but it, it gets why tough. can't you why can't yeah, the schedule gets tough. But and schedule aside, why can't Jacoby get us to eight and four with Deshaun Watson coming back? Like it feels like that's what he should. And last week kind of told me, yeah, he's not. It feels like the Browns are gonna shock you every now and again, and then they're the following week they'll come back to being the Browns. And yeah. this kind this kind of feels like that. Um, <clears throat> where the Browns lose this game, yeah, and the, and the Chargers go to three and two, and everyone who sold Chargers stock is kind of like, oh, maybe we overreacted. Justin Herbert didn't have a, a, a but, but uh, Eagleson chimes in. Watson suspended week eleven, so he'll be back week twelve. But if Herbert wins this week, what are Dolphins fans going to do? It would be the first time in Justin Herbert's professional career he holds a winning record. So that that's crazy. Stat. That's crazy. That's crazy, Fins fans. Once you lose, saying. once you lose uh one one bullet in the chamber of your of your what you can hold on to, that's that like like Jack, right now you're down to one bullet in the chamber, and it's that Jalen Hurts can't win in the playoffs because he hasn't. He can't. He can't. And he you've, can't. you've still got that bullet in the chamber, but once you once you're out of ammo, it's like Mm-hmm. Well, we did murder our quarterback, so I guess we kind of fucked ourselves on this one. We go to London where the three and Nick one Cheerio. New York footy giants take on the three and one Green Bay Packers. Abe, who's the worst three and one team in this game? Tell me it's not the Packers. <laughs> the Packers stink. No, they don't. They, no, they stink. Don't. No, no, they, they stay. Their defense, if, if, their if defense they came to Philadelphia fantastic. for the NFC Championship, would you be salivating? Anyone. I, I don't care who it is. So you would not be salivating over Tom Brady. Uh, maybe this current form, but you would not be salivating over playing Tom. You just wouldn't. But Rodgers, this Packers team. Rodgers scares gone. me way more than Tom does. I, I no, couldn't. No. I couldn't. I could not disagree more. Now, if you want to talk about the monkey on the back of Rodgers in the NFC Championship game, sure. But we're not talking about that. You're asking me who the worst three and one team is between a team that sports Daniel fucking Jones and the other that has Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jack, the DJ's Giants. been playing better than Rodgers this year, respectfully. <laughs> Jack, the Giants stink. They're going to get smacked. I think they might win. You think or you're betting it? Uh, I haven't decided if I'm wagering. I have to place all my bets tomorrow because I leave Friday into a non-legal state. But I think I think that the Giants might go 4-1. and one, And then they play the Ravens. They'll get sent back. I, I know for that's going to be tough for you to spin that one. <laughs> I know for – there's nothing I – can, I can't wait until next Sunday's podcast – the Ravens win this week. They go next week. The Giants beat them in their own house. And Jack just gets, hey, we lost to a good football team. That is a good football team. They we are lost, a good football team. We lost to a good football team. Nope. Rodgers is going to go overseas um, and absolutely hang his nuts. Are we sure he's allowed in London? You're talking vac status or just yeah, like, yeah. but I feel like everyone hates their family in London. I feel like Rodgers fits in perfectly. It always rains sure. there. It's just gray. Rodgers sure. He's, he's got, got no, the Peaky Blinders haircut now. Whatever the fuck you want to call that. <laughs> Wait. Okay. The Packers barely beat the Bailey Zappi-led Patriots. Are you confident the Patriots are better than the Giants? 
with yeah. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I don't know. They beat him in two Super Bowls. Just saying. All right, we go to L.A. You said something about Cooper Rush. I want to hear what you think. It's done. This hype is done. Cooper Rush, you can't, like people talked about Dak potentially playing this week. Cooper Rush is going to play himself into getting paid a dumb amount of money from a dumb franchise, which congrats, Cooper. That's what you should do. When you're a backup quarterback, that's what you should strive to do. It's either play competently enough to be a career-long backup quarterback and end up like Sam Bradford, Chase Daniels, these guys that just get bag after bag after bag, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater, or it is get your moment to shine. You either fuck it up enough where you're out of the league or you play yourself into a Carolina Panthers uniform mm. or like an Indianapolis Colts uniform or something of that nature. Um, th- listen, Jack, this just feels, and I think the spread of five and a half is pretty indicative of it. This just feels like, and this is probably where I'm going to get it wrong. It's like the Cooper rush hype is real. This, the, the stock on the Rams is low. It almost feels kind of must win for the Rams. It feels like Cowboys are playing with house money, just kind of skating along until Dak gets back. And that's just how I just see this shaping out to being the Rams. The Rams are going to be these types of Rams all year where they're going to continue to make you believe that they are the Rams that won the Super Bowl last year. But then they're going to come up the next week and just be like, what the fuck was that? They're spot Rams. They they are the spot. You there's there's a couple teams every year that you just bet teams in certain spots. These actually three of the four teams in their division, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Niners are I don't, spot. I don't teams. agree with the Cardinals. I'm not saying this week, but like you know no, I what, no the Cardinals, you know Cliff if he's gonna get out coached. The Cardinals off a big win will have a letdown loss. Like same thing with the Niners. That's why we hammered them because the Rams are coming off a big division road win. And then the Rams are coming off a primetime loss at home against a Cooper Rush team who's undefeated. I could not agree with you more. It's a shame. Like, ideally for Cooper Rush, Dak came back this week and then it's done. He could live the Tyler Huntley life and people could think he was awesome and that was it. They're going to get after him. Dak first game back Sunday night football in Philadelphia. Feels fun. Is that week six or seven? That's next. That's after this week. Oh, that'll be fun. That's after. Assuming he comes back that next week, I think is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, if you're, it's a little different when you're a divisional opponent. But like, if you are the Cowboys, and let's say they somehow win this game on Sunday against the Rams, again, you're still playing with house money. We saw what happened with Russell Wilson last year with the same type of injury when he came back too early. It's like. Fuck it. Ride this out until Dak is 100% healthy. And then let's have the the QB controversy like Jerry Jones fantasizes about. To Abe's dismay, Aaron Judge did hit home run number 62, breaking the American League record. Oh, so now you're on that side. No, no, no. no. I'm just now you're on the the record that he broke. That is undeniable. Whether it's a big deal or not, that is the record. Um, so we're just going to have a quick chat about it before we make some playoff predictions. We've gone back and forth. Where have you landed on this celebration? Honestly, the celebration has kind of been exactly how I would like it to be. It feels like the celebration wasn't too much. I feel like it wasn't covered as much. Maybe I wasn't 
consuming the right content about it, but I feel like the buildup was really what was driving me over the edge of just like, why the fuck does anyone really care about this? It is just getting shoved down our throats because he is on the New York Yankees. He is not breaking any type of record. Well, he's he having is shut up. Breaking he is the having, American League home cool. Run and nobody said a peep about Mitchell Robinson, and that was a forty-seven year record. Nobody said a goddamn peep, Jack. And it feels like the buildup and why I was getting so angry about this is like he is not breaking a record. Yes. Aaron Judge is having one of the more remarkable hitting seasons of all time. There is no denying that. He is not breaking a record. He is having an amazing season. This was fun. This was fun. This was fun back in June when everyone was like, wait, maybe we have an actual like home run thing to watch. But then there was a short slump. And he ended up pacing for 62. Again, remarkable season. If we want to give medals for seventh place, <laughs> then this is not my America. Okay, let's let's discuss. Now, Aaron Judge, do you believe there is a correlation between HGH, human growth hormone, and hitting home runs? Yes. So, can you acknowledge that Aaron Judge has the most home runs ever for a baseball player in the history of the sport without using performance enhancing drugs. That is the name I, of that. I didn't, I didn't see that on the timeline, Jack. What I saw on the timeline is that Aaron judge now holds the home run record. No, no, no you did not see that. You did not. Yes, see I that. did. No one yes, is I saying did. that. Everyone no is, is saying that on the timeline. I will send you tweets right after this episode. Send tweets right after the episode. Aaron judge has hit the most home runs ever without using PEDs. And I think that that is, I think that to your point, that does not warrant the coverage that it got. That does not. I disagree. Got, I disagree. That How, doesn't warrant cutting into a. That's the most home runs ever. Game. That is the most home runs ever by the current legal nature of the game. That you know of. But that that's the I thing, know. Jack. Yeah, that's so are you throwing out every single record that it, that any any record that somebody? In the I'm, not told, I'm not throwing them out. I'm not throwing that out. But if you say Eric Cole, Eric Cole uses sticky stuff, Jack, <clears throat> is or is everything that he does tainted? Like uh, in the, the players in the forties, the sixties, the seventies, they were using all types of drugs when they were playing. <laughs> not not performance that. enhancing; they were just tripping balls. They did stuff that helped. Okay, they're plumbers and everything, but like. But you just said he had one of the greatest hitting seasons of all time. And all I'm saying is I'm making the jump to he hit the most home runs ever without using steroids, which is which is on the same level of one of the greatest hitting seasons of all time. But in your mind, Jack, do you genuinely believe that it warranted cutting into live looks of his at bats during a college football season. I think I think it was trendy to say that wasn't cool. Like like as if TCU Oklahoma in the third quarter was such a spectacle that people were upset about. My they didn't cut it. Is, this shouldn't have been shoved down our throats as much as it was. Yes, it is awesome what he is doing. The, in the chase was fun. In 2017, were we getting live cut-ins to James Harden on his historic like 50-point, 30-point streak that he went on? It was, was the averaging... only thing covered on ESPN, I'm sure. 
We weren't getting live look-ins to because Rocket. they didn't have the rights. They didn't have the right. That that was actually probably part of it. Was they had the rights to it, so they were probably that's why they were doing the cut-ins. Anyways, I think it's an incredible record. Like we Drew now, Brees and Tom Brady were breaking records on Monday Night Football, most tap passing touchdowns ever. Why didn't that cut into anybody's broadcast? That was on Monday Night Football. You fucking idiot. Why wasn't it cutting into to freaking Nickelodeon? <laughs> Jack, I was watching Jack. I was trying to make find a recipe for mushroom risotto on the cooking channel, and fucking Aaron Judge popped You're up. You're lying. And you are... That's what it felt like, though. And this it was he, three he college football. Games. He did not. Do they broke? They did it in the record. middle of Texas, Texas Tech. I didn't give a heck. He, yeah, because he got you out of watching Texas football. Of course, you were thankful. He didn't break a real record. He broke the American League record. Let's talk about the schmuck who caught the ball. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Rich props get richer. The, props to the guy who did jump over the fence. Thank you, Nathan, for, like, not even close. But respect, because if that ball had gone down, maybe that he gets it. Is. Yeah, I think they'd take the ball. I think at that point you have – I think so. What do, you, what do you think? How can they – Trespassing. How- like, it's outside the confines of the – fan experience like if you if you ran on okay Abe, if you ran on the field and grabbed third base do you think yes you go to jail but you get to keep third this ball is a souvenir this ball is a souvenir like you are entitled to catch balls at at base like i i i very much disagree and if i was that person and someone tried to remove that ball for me i actually think i would put my hand in my butthole and rub as and find as much poop as I can and put it on that ball. I would do everything. I, don't think I that would, would help the value up, of the ball. Catch up. No, I would try and say if you if I can't have it, nobody's getting this. Got it. Ball. So you'd poop that is ball what I'm saying. I would taint that ball first off. Like I get, there's probably big security guards that work those games. Like yeah, nobody's taking that ball from me, no matter what. I don't know, bro. I am. They can throw because how are you getting up? How, how are you getting up? No, you figure it out. I'm just saying. I'm there's just... no, there's no way. There's no way that they would say that ball because you you picked it up there. I think they would. I'm I actually disagree. confident they would. Why don't you ask Rovell? Yeah. Tweet Rovell right now and ask. Do you want me to text him? Yeah, text Rovell and ask. Say we're on the pod right now and we have a question. Had them had the guy. That willingly, it looked like he was ready to go. That was his plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't even First close. Off, I think if they genius. hit it to right field, the guy would have jumped out. <laughs> First off, genius. Absolutely genius. It looks like he did it safely. Like, I don't think he got hurt or anything. Um, but, yeah, I think that he would have totally had that ball. No, no matter what. Say, had the guy that jumped willingly out of the stadium or into the feds gotten that ball. Now, Here's a different story. If you take it from last week in Toronto, when he jumped into the bullpen, had a fan jumped into the bullpen, that is a different story. The bullpen is different. Because then then they can that, rationalize. I kind of think of it as playing field. Even I playing think that field. they can rationalize. Oh, you say the opposite. You say the bullpen's more legit than what the guy in no, 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 no. I'm saying I, that's where I think. I think any time it is not the Because I think that ground. the MLB can justify or whatever stadium is in saying that somebody jumped into the ball for the bullpen right. for that ball is, is a threat to, to the players. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. We head to the playoffs. Woo! That bracket looks pretty in the top right, baby. Congratulations. Red October. The Phillies made it for the first time in 11, 12 years. The Mariners 11, in 11, over 11. 20. Honestly, Abe, I look at the bracket and it gets my blood boiling, which is not really the emotion I'm trying to describe here. I'm excited. The Yankees have a path, man. The Yankees have no, a path no, to don't. the cup. Like the, yes, they can do. You, you, they will like, wash the Guardians in Tampa. The they Yankees will not watch a, Tampa. They will not yet, watch Tampa. Yes, dude, you you don't watch AL East baseball like I do. Tampa stinks and the Blue Jays stink. It is the Mariners, Houston, and the Yankees in the AL. I am so confident in that. So confident. No, the Yankees will blow it just as they usually do. No, they might lose to the Astros, but all I'm saying is they might sweep who they play in the first round. That bottom half of the bracket, Seattle, Toronto, Houston. Oh, I can't root for Toronto because of Eagles. And Seattle and Houston are my squads. Houston has been my squad ever since people hated them for the cheating scandal. Get over it. But that right side of the bracket, man, that is a beaut. What did I say? The Mets will met. The Mets will met and what did they do they went out on their tv broadcast june july 1st and they declared that the nl east race was over i don't even know why i'm puffing my chest about this because we scraped it by the skin of our teeth um <laughs> but it's always awesome to shit on the mets when you can and the braves have won five straight nl east titles like it, it is unbelievable but hey the fightings are in the playoffs october is red and we play the cardinals jack friday Two o'clock is when the, the Phillies Cardinals play game on one. Nickelodeon, and there'll be a cut it's in on, from it's on the, ESPN. the mushroom risotto. It's on ESPN. And 11 years to the day, I will have been at the last Phillies playoff game that there was. It was game five of the NLDS. It was, I believe, Roy Holiday. Was it Adam Wainwright or Chris Carpenter? One nothing game, pitcher's mm. duel. Ryan Howard grounds out to the pitcher on the last play of the game, stumbles out of the batter's box and tears his Achilles, and from that moment on, the Phillies didn't make the playoffs. The Cardinals essentially put Ryan Howard, Jimmy Rollins, and Chase Utley into retirement, and 11 years later to the day, we face them off in the wild card round in their stadium, and we're going to put Adam Wainwright, Albert Pujols, and Yadier Molina into retirement, just like they did. Jack, the Phillies are winning this series. I guarantee it. Because this is what they do. This is what's going to happen. Th- I this don't is- really think the Phillies, uh, it's been so long. I don't think of them as like the Philly Eagles. Like, I agree. If, if, if this was the Eagles wildcard team. No, no, no. no. I'm not retired. saying this is what they do. I'm saying this is like. Well, this that is, is this literally is, what you said. Right. Sorry. This is what is going to happen just <laughs> like from the Phillies fan perspective. So everyone is kind is- of, everyone is very excited about them being in the playoffs. Jack, genuinely, it's kind of a we're happy to be here mentality that, right that's now. That's the vibe I'm getting. That is what it's I like. Don't think but, Jack, this is, this is what's going to happen. Earlier in the year, everyone was like, we're real. This is hype. We've been ups and downs. Girardi was a nightmare. Without Joe Girardi, this team pays for 100 wins this year. It's and he was true, just – no, no, it actually is. It actually is. They won like 67% of their games under Rob Thompson or something, something of that nature. Um and this is what the Phillies will do. We will win against the Cardinals. We will win this series. Everyone will be in on this team, and we will get smacked by the Atlanta Braves. Absolutely. See, I, I think I think the card because the difference is between the team you talked about eleven years ago and this Cardinals team. Yadier 
Wainwright, Pujols, great story. They have the two best players on the field as well with Goldschmidt and Arenado. It's not like the Cardinals are a bad. Are you, are you, are you dumb or stupid? What's up? Are you, no, answer the question first. Well, Paul Goldschmidt is the NL MVP. Because Bryce got hurt. Jack, no, if no, you no, forgot not. that Bryce Harper's on the team, Bryce Harper, no, 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 no. Bryce Harper last year was fantastic. And Bryce Harper this year is fantastic. But Goldschmidt is better. Because he played all year. Sure. No, no. He, Bryce no, Harper no. is a better player than Paul Goldschmidt. No, maybe holistically, but like right now, now Paul Goldschmidt. Into, now be... you're in your, your Zodiac signs. What do you mean? <laughs> holistically. Why don't we talk about sports holistically? <laughs> all I'm saying is it's not, they're not like the fun story of, oh, how deep could Pujols go? Like last year with Ben Roethlisberger, like that Steelers team stunk and Ben stunk, whatever. They still have the studs, and they've got Flash, who's looking good in his last start. So I think the Cardinals will win. The Mets, the problem is they can't score a run. If if you told me they could facilitate three to four runs, I would be all in. I just don't know if they can win games 2-1 and win a lot of them like that, but I will say, I actually think the Atlanta thing was like has thrown people off because they threw DeGrom and Scherzer and it didn't go like planned. But if you're telling me you don't see Max and Jake like just going eight innings, one earned, and like the Mets have the formula to do it for two games at a time. The problem is the Dodgers have the best team in, in <laughs> what they win this year, like 111 or something. I think. <laughs> Like, like they're they're fantastic and another thing the dodgers haven't really finished in years past they've only won the one world series since 111 and 51 but they get there like they it's not like they don't get to the world series like they yeah, lost a bunch year. of cheaters huh lost the braves last year no last year they lost but I, in general they actually do end up getting there so i do think we probably get a good version of of braves dodgers which would be entertaining but um i'm telling you the yankee i'll i'll say it i think the yankees are are going to the world series nlcs phillies dodgers alcs you just said that the braves were gonna win no I you said literally just happen. shut uh, up okay. alcs astros Rays, astros over phillies in the world series <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go fuck you you think i'm serious the phillies are winning the world series you don't, if you don't believe you it don't then don't show do you want to do you want to do it again no do i believe you, it i believe it i believe the what? phillies are winning the world series do you i think they have, they have a three-headed monster that is good enough they have the bullpen that is deep enough and they have the bats i do, do wanna, believe they are doing do you, it. do you really need me to walk you through this again no. i can see it in your face hold on let's get this out of here can we go large here? That's me. Can we can we get the other guy over here? I don't know how to do this. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know how to get the. We're see. winning the World Series. I, can I spotlight no you? More. There's no more. Here we go. All right, say it to the camera right now. Philadelphia Phillies are winning the World Series this year, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> it's not like at least try to mean it for a second. Like, I mean fake. yeah, how, how do I how, how am I supposed to mean it? Eagleson, this is actually a good time for you to come in here because I want to show you this is what you looked like. I, I see it. I see it. Oh, shut even, up. Eagleson, I can see it in your face. 
It's it's true. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. But hey, like you said, happy to be there. Could beat the Cardinals. Theoretically, could beat the Braves. But like zero point zero 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 chance. We do not beat the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, that I mean, it'll make for a good clip. We got video editing now. Uh, we'll spare you guys because it's been over an hour. I gotta go to bed and I'm tired. But NBA preseason. I just want Eagles to remove this banner so everyone can see my name. It says Knicks 50-50 chance. Um, no, I genuinely believe that the Knicks have a 50% chance of being a playoff team and even 50% chance of winning it all. The New York Knicks Jack, have come. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase that a different way. You genuinely believe the Knicks are minus 110 to win the, the NBA championship. They they have a – it depends what team they get. If it's the perfect combination <laughs> Right, team, but that's the, that's the 50-50, so yes, that's the minus yeah. 110. Yes. So the Knicks are minus 110 to win the title in your eyes. Yes, but I'm not saying I would bet it. I'm not saying that's value necessarily because there's an equally right, because good they're being chance. offered for 17 to 1 <laughs> or 170 to 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, preseason is going along. NBA season starts in, I believe, 12 days. So that should be nice. Uh, I'm going to Dallas on Friday, Texas OU, five-year Annie of Snapback Sports. So snaps for that. Nice. Eagleson, we – I don't know. I guess what, – what do you want? Oh, you Sixers that. won again tonight by one point against the Donovan Mitchell Cavs. Hmm. Pretty cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Eagleson. You're up. Um, Like not much really. I guess I just kind of wanted some uh... – I know there was lots of like fan members too who had – like been in my DMs kind of talking about like college and school and stuff. Like there, there's so much just, not, I, I guess like, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about like the workload in terms of that stuff. But, like, fuck, there's just like lots of shit to do. Like, how are you supposed to deal with this? And there's just like tests and studying and then all the homework from different stuff. Like, I don't know. You guys have been through it. Offer some words of encouragement here. <laughs> here we go. Go ahead. Abe. This, I'm sure this will be a productive piece. <laughs> I was insightful. actually I was actually going to be like mature right. about it. So do it. Uh, yeah, please. Maturely, it's like relax. You've been there for a month. You'll get yeah. a routine. It's an adjustment. It's new. You'll figure it out. You're a freshman. You're not supposed to know how to do everything. That's why you're there for four years or however many fucking years you guys do it up there. Yeah. 2.75. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just relax. You have a you'll find your priorities, your number one priority is school, obviously. <laughs> um, and then you'll figure out what you want to do from there. Like you're going to have free time. It's not always going to be, I need to go do exactly what my friends are doing. Prioritize what you want to do. And then you'll make time for those priorities because they're important to you. That was fucking okay. deep. That was good. <laughs> it wasn't that deep, but it was <laughs> I, a good, yeah, I think we it went to good. that place of maturity. Yeah. yeah I think Gabe has, has good. Dude, and drink a beer yeah relax yeah. <laughs> i look i have been that hasn't been the problem it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that is the problem <laughs> yeah it's just i don't want to say overwhelming i feel like that's too dramatic no i almost. no, that is the word college but, is very overwhelming because yeah. it's the first time in your life where it's like there's no rules yeah it's so See, weird that, here it is it's the first like it's a fake reality that you're living in and how, how so like when you get in the real world and you like go to the doctor and like your mom's not with you, 
to like hand the medical card and then like yeah. you need to move into school but it's like i don't know how to put up this tv like in america we have task rabbit like or you figure it out yourself and go on youtube there's no one leading you through anything like no teacher is making sure you did the homework the yeah, only they way they make sure is they grade it and if it's not yeah. there you get a zero but I think Abe's piece of advice was was really good. Relax, understand that it's you're a rookie. You're essentially a rookie. You're not a vet yet. I thought his answer was going to be along the lines of like, I didn't study. I didn't do homework, which is accurate because he had all the answers to the test. Cap, no. But and and my experience, I can't offer. I have great the same wisdom. piece of paper that you do. I had so much time that I started started fucking snapback because there was <laughs> nothing to do yeah like so i guess my i had be- so much time that i was playing random people on the internet in 2k for money on a tuesday <laughs> night <laughs> yeah but tyler says eagleson it's worth it to study yeah i don't think that it's not a good thing to to do any of the overwhelming stuff you'll find a rhythm you'll also not find a rhythm like that i think is a very real thing so you need to have some self-awareness to what type of person you are right like if you can't get out of rhythm then like don't go home for thanksgiving because that's only gonna fuck your stuff up even more um and like going out right that'll make you hungover and then you lose a saturday or a sunday unless you got that dog in you yeah so i would say um yeah take it have some self-awareness to who you are as a person and then kind of create a plan as to how to around i have a i have a question genuinely this could be college related or not do you think that you do have that dog in you in terms of school definitely not (laughs) i'm saying as a human being do you think you got that dog in you i think i don't yeah right right now like definitely feeling like i don't there's no dog in there maybe a cat Definitely, (laughs) I think that answers the question, Jack. It's it's funny you say that on my uh, side piece podcast. I was talking about (laughs) how, like, I think as adults, right? Like, growing up, we knew, like, we had that dog. It it didn't come out in good ways. Like, I was a crybaby, but like, we were competitive to the T. I think eight years ago, when we were really like in our youth, we wouldn't have been able to do this podcast. Like, there was no maturity level to be doing it and a part of that came from like this dog mentality and when you get to the real world what i've realized is there's no situations where there's like wins and losses and what i mean by that is like when you're competing you ever heard of gambling (laughs) yes but there's always another bet and and i think that's like in growing up you were just competitive with like classmates over girls over you know you would play other schools in athletics and like there were clear wins and losses in the real world it's like i didn't get the job okay i apply for a new job uh you can see in your own field like there's eight different sports betting companies that are successful there's not many opportunities to to like actually have that competitive where you need to go to that level like i can be successful running stepback sports but like a very similar sports media company can be equally as successful. And like we can be Mm -hmm. battling, but we could both win. And it's just the same time. Yeah. It's a, it's so the reason I I bring that up is because on the podcast, I said like, I used to have that fire where like I wanted to win and I wanted others to lose. And it's probably a positive that I don't see it that way anymore, but that's like, 
the the people who have the dog who can't get the dog out of their system like it's fuck everybody like it's it's amam ross st brown who's that makes me like, think that because i can sometimes from time to time be a hater that maybe i do have that dog in me maybe no that that is that is part of it and i think like amam Ra is a great example of like he memorized every player who got drafted before him and is on like a fuck you tour to yeah, like that's weird it. it's not their it, fault it it might be weird but like that's that exactly and and there could be a player who could have an incredible career. Like he's trolling Jahan Dotson. And I'm saying like, at this point, I just don't think about it like that anymore, but he does. And so I give him the dog feature. Eagleson from now on, it's not hating. It's just how many dogs are in you? How many dogs <laughs> how many were in me? This dog count? That's what level of dog Abe is at. Yeah. How many day. dogs were in me tonight? <laughs> we've been, we've been dogging this That's podcast funny. though. Style. Um, long pod today, yesterday. Last thing, then we'll wrap. Sunday night, so this will be good for us. Ravens play, and then next week is the Eagles. What do we do about recording the podcast? This sounds like an off-air conversation for sure. Okay. All right. Um, I have a wedding this weekend. I'll be coming home from Maine during the games on Sunday. Um, figure something out. Okay. We Eagles always know. I'll, I'll also be back home this weekend. So True. Okay. All right. Thanksgiving, whatever yeah. that is. Eagles, some final thoughts. Um. I don't know. I don't know really. Skylar Thompson or Teddy Teddy Covers? <laughs> Skylar Thompson. Are you kidding? Yeah. Do we have a hater count? Uh, we do. And oh, yeah. See, people have been saying this, and I a always forget. But I, I I have been keeping track Hater. of them. Like a what we, count? We haven't. How many dogs? <laughs> no dog count. The, I'll, I'll how, get how, that big the, how big is the kennel tonight, Eagleson? <laughs> Tied actually. Two Jack, two Abe. Oh, what were the? Um, oh, actually, that was the one from yesterday. Sorry, this was this, or from last episode. One one was today. Uh, Abe, you were hating on. I just put friends having success. I think that was from the beginning of the episode. You hating on Jack's other podcast. Just <laughs> what is what has been successful about it so far, Jack? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. And what was Abe's or what was mine? That's bullshit. Uh, the, the Packers. I mean, that's just game evaluation of like <laughs> that's just all twenty-two. <laughs> I guess when I said they suck, maybe that's what got marked me down. Abe, final thoughts. You can't like just, I wasn't hating on any success. There's no success to be had. <laughs> that that would be the hating version. What? Okay, so Giselle is supposed no su- to Giselle is supposed <laughs> yeah, to compliment <laughs> Tom's new piece. Not compliment, but hate on it. Giselle's not supposed to hate on Tom's new piece. I don't know. I am Giselle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'll take Tom. All right, fam. Have a great weekend. People's pick them. Lock it in. Sunday football. Can't wait. Five-year Annie. A lot of good things. Everyone be safe out there. Eagleson, look, I'll give you one final touch. Let's hear it. With your tough, overwhelming life of of being in college and drinking beers, um, you managed to do a hockey fantasy draft and produce a podcast today. That is true. Think about that. That is Mm -hmm. more than, than, you know, maybe you account it. Yeah, ahead of the curve here. Yeah. Yes. Snapback fam. Bye, Tyler. Peace.